what's up guys um so we were already told you guys that i'll be that we'll be discussing the red flags that i noticed before we got married what you guys actually don't know is that Mui Wan and I were introduced. Um, they wanted him to marry a city babe. So I remember when I went to go and pick him up from the bus park when he was just when he just came from the village, and I realized that as in the first red flag I realized was that he couldn't speak English. I was like, Jesus, okay, isn't this one one chance that you entered? But anyway, Sha, the guy he actually picked up English quite quickly and stuff but ha his H factor was a wow Wait, what what are you saying oops I'm, I'm here getting my red flag ready and <laughs> I'm here talking about village oops alright guys what 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 was she like what were you saying nothing you you brought me from nothing, the village nothing the what V boots. <laughs> you brought me from the village. V what? <laughs> I have H factor. You never tell you about the joke of uh, I heard this one in secondary school. Like the guy said, uh, his his kid had H factor. So it was like, uh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Uh, OG eats me on the head. <laughs> then the daddy now said, emphasize your H, you <laughs> ignorant <laughs> idiots. <laughs> that was funny. Oh wow. Okay. <clears throat> you married a funny guy from the village, I guess. <laughs> anyway, welcome guys. Um. So this week we're going to be discussing the red flags that I had. I didn't realize I had red flags, but anyway, OG is going to be sharing some red flags that I had with you guys. And the reason why we're going to be sharing this video is because I feel like there are a lot of people who use red flags as deal breakers in relationships. All deal breakers are red flags, but not all red flags oh, are deal breakers. Yeah. So, you know, and I remember a funny story. I shared this on Instagram early this week where I taking this girl to a house party when I was still in the world and you know interacting with this girl I had known that she had some Raz tendencies uh, but we went to this pool party we're playing this uh, game names of things names of things like for example we're playing names of dogs named of names of dogs and you know we're going around and before we started this game I whispered to him like babe like if you don't know the answer like just keep quiet drink because if you do if you miss it you drink you take a shot I was like, if you don't know it, please just drink. So, names of dogs, names of dogs. Someone said Bulldog, Doberman, Alsatian. He now came to us, she now said Shawama. Ah, ah, I said my life has finished. <laughs> and then she wanted to say Chihuahua. Yeah, Shawama. Everybody said, what? Everybody said, like, she now said, no, 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 I meant Shinwinwin. Oh my God. And that was it. But I was thinking about that early this week and I'm like, what if? That was the girl like God had for me. She wasn't, but what if? Like, would I have allowed that moment of embarrassment stop me from fulfilling God's will for my life? Because I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Because of one thing that we don't like, we cancel the relationship as opposed to ignoring it. And I know that a lot of people see us and they're like, man, you guys are made for each other. Your relationship just works and blah, blah, blah. But there were a lot of red flags that we had to ignore. She's going to be sharing some of those today. So we'll see you guys after this one. All right, so welcome guys. Welcome to Before Marriage. My name is Muiwa. This is OG and we're Before Marriage 21. We help single Christians become the right people for marriage by showing them what marriage looks like when done God's way. So we're going to be sharing or she's going to be sharing some red flags. I don't know what she's going to be talking about. So I'm very nervous right now. You know, I don't know what she's going to be sharing. Babe, I didn't have red flags. 
I was the perfect you, candidate. We've pretty much talked about most of the stuff. Yeah, but I can't remember. All things are passed away. All things. No, as in, I mean, yeah. we've just we've probably even discussed a few on here. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Put me out of my misery, please. <laughs> Number one, what's it? What, what? Number one, I would say, was your age, both your oh. physical and spiritual age. Mm. Um, cause yeah, I mean, he was younger than what I'd envisioned for myself, sort of like both physically and um, spiritually. So that was sort of like a bit of a concern for me because. Sorry, mom. <laughs> because <laughs> as the Bible. As the Bible says, is what that scripture woe to the country whose king is a is fool, or is a child, or whatever. So Trump, Trump. Okay, go on. Yes, sir. So like, yeah, that was a bit of a concern um, for me, and it was. I think when he even approached me, that was like the first thing. That, that was actually him. the first thing. Yeah, the first was, thing that comes to mind is I'm older than you. I'm like, and then that, yeah, that was like age that. is just a number, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, um, and this is why it's very important to have really to engage wise counsel because um i spoke to my best friend about this and she raised some really valid points she's like i mean at the end of the day age like he said age is um age is nothing but a number that what i need to look out for is his um level of maturity because there are people that are 40 50 60 70 80 and they are still pretty much children so yeah i'm like as in so i started I put the age aside i'm like okay fine is this the sort of person that can lead me and is this the sort of person that i will be able to submit myself to what is his maturity level in spite of his age like is he the sort of person that will have an argument or a disagreement and he'll start telling me oh you don't respect me because you are so and so years old and i'm so and so years old sort of thing and i had to also look at myself and say okay fine if um we if i don't agree with certain things like i said am i going to be able to submit to him or am i going to be rebellious because in my mind i'm so and so years old and he's so and so years old so i feel like maybe i know more and like that um that sort of thing and it was sort of like the same thing with his spiritual maturity as well um and i've come to realize that spiritual maturity isn't really as and obviously when you give your life to christ matters but to a small extent because there are people that have been born again for years and had not even attained the level of spiritual maturity that he had because at that time independently of me independently of our relationship or where we could be going he was growing by himself he was teachable by himself because he wanted to not because of me or because he wanted to marry me that he felt like he had to do these things because of me so yeah those were the those were the that was the first red flag that i saw and that i had to sit down and be like if i let me examine this thing and let me see how it could possibly affect our future and decide if it was a deal breaker or not that's actually a big deal breaker actually or a red flag i'm not sure if it's a deal breaker but no it's a it's no not a, for me i'm talking about for yeah definitely it's a red flag but if the conclusions I had come to, another person could not come to those conclusions, then, then it, it would be a deal, a deal breaker. breaker. Like if, for example, okay, yeah, he's young, and see the way I'm saying he's young, I see some 18 year old. Just a year old. Guys, now. see the gravy, everything. Oh, sugar daddy stuff. Anyway, <laughs> like if, okay, fine, this person, maybe this person is younger than you, or this person is below a certain age threshold that you envision for him, but 
he's the sort of person that carries age on his head like he equates age to respect mm. or he wouldn't be able to lead you he wasn't mature maturity is very very important you need a mature husband that's just if the guy you are marrying is not a mature somebody <laughs> Oh God! to you? Because I know there are a lot of people who say, you know, as long as he's a Christian, as long as he's a believer, then you know, no matter our spiritual maturity, then we can we can still make it work. And I saw an illustration a few months ago. It was like, uh, would you give your phone to a child? You know, and it's the same with a baby Christian. You know, would you give your heart, your most important possession, to a child? You know to someone who is just accepting faith like they are going to make mistakes over time and are you willing to trust them um with that treasure that you have so okay that's number one number two um i'm i'm, I'm a bit relaxed now that one i know what's 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 the second red flag you saw i think the second red flag was i was a bit concerned about your ability to properly prioritize oh okay explain um okay so hmm. we're engaged time for pre-marriage counseling right and we were going to be doing it friday evenings and around that time that was when um you were facilitating 10-4 oh so 10-4 was sort of like a fellowship um that he facilitated that he was steward of um at the time and it was going it was basically at the same time that the pre-marriage counseling was going to be taking place and i remember around that time he was a bit as in in i can't remember how like he put it or whatever but at that time he was planning to attend the fellowship as opposed to the pre-marriage counseling so i mean i voiced my opinion about it but i didn't push i was like you know what i'm going to see what he would do and then that would inform my decision on what was going to happen going forward um sort of thing because i mean at the end of the day it's and this is where prioritization comes in a lot of people say okay fine god your spouse your kids your ministry and all of that and while that is sort of like the ideal scenario there are some times where some things are occasionally going to as in not follow that um order order and um i think the saying is there are some things that are important and that there are some things that are urgent so mm. you should know the difference between what's urgent and what's important so it, there there are two things both important but one is more urgent than the other one so the one that's more urgent should obviously yep. exactly take priority actually um, remember that but in my defense mm -hmm. I did not take that marriage counseling serious because it was a prerequisite for getting married not really a marriage pre-marriage counseling session because we had already decided to do daystar but because we had to get married in your parents church we had to do catholic uh pre-marriage counseling which to be honest we didn't really learn much we learned <laughs> billings method that was it <laughs> you know but that was and for me like I had already started this fellowship, which I was a steward of. I was responsible for certain things. And I guess that is why you're right. Like, it's still a prerequisite to getting married. So that takes priority. Exactly. But in my mind at the time, that was where I was. I'm like, this is more important than this. So it's funny. We're just listening to this now. Like, 
we need to both decide on what important is. For me, it wasn't important to you, it was. So I guess that was where that's the, the thing. Like we were both on the same page in the sense that I didn't honestly I didn't rate the pre-marriage counseling because I mean we've probably said on here before that I had to organize the pre-marriage counseling for both of us. Like because at that time um I was attending Daystar, so I was um a Christian counselor at Daystar. Um christian relationship counselor at daystar so i had like i was exposed to a lot of resources and stuff so we ended up doing our own pre-marriage counseling based on those like resources that i had and stuff we didn't really but the fact was if we wanted to get married at that church we, we needed to, to do through. their own uh, marriage counseling so to me it was a red flag that okay fine are you going like are you regardless of your feelings or your opinions or whatever are you going to be able to properly prioritize setting setting things that need to be prioritized in a setting is number three red flag related to this um go on what's number three oh actually how many more do you want me to share because i have two more so as in i know no 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 as in which one to pick go for the two don't worry go for the two okay the third one we've already discussed on here finances right that was obviously a red flag because i'm like okay fine i'm marrying this dude we're going to bring children into the world and all of that like his finances are not where um i would want them to be or where even he would want them to be and stuff like that but i had to look beyond that because at the end of the day there are people that have gotten married to exceptionally wealthy people and overnight your ma- your money just disappears there are people and there are people that like how do first of all how do you get your money there are people that inherit i heard of about somebody that inherited 64 million um naira and in like a year and a half the money had disappeared like he hadn't there was like nothing to show for it sort of I think thing. he's not driving uber <laughs> so for me i had to like i had to look at him i had to ask myself does is this man does he have the capacity to generate and maintain wealth that was what was important to me um because observing him i knew that he was not a lazy person he was actually a very hard-working person just that unfortunately at that time he was working very hard just not very smart Mm. um and he was also very teachable so he was open to learning new and better ways to do stuff so these were the sort of things that i was looking out for that i'd be like you know what this guy is not he's not going to be a poor somebody we'll we'll i was thinking about it this week and i'm like i don't think i would advise anybody to take that leap of faith <laughs> i don't know I, we, we had our own conviction obviously i had yes apart from that apart i think that, that that is what made us confident enough to make that decision but if i were advising anybody i don't think that is the best thing to do i feel like biblically speaking uh god had created like and i was into miles Monroe sermon earlier this week uh the first place you should meet a man is in god's presence number two he needs to be working because adam was in god's presence god had already given him work to do before he brought the woman uh to him so yeah i guess i was working I just wasn't generating yes income so you need to have those two things before you because money is actually very very money, important yeah money is definitely yeah. very important and i feel like, like did we do a whole video we did so it? check out we're, we're gonna put the link here how i got married to i with just 50 dollars to my name it's gonna be here check it out because that money thing is very as in there are so many things to look out for like there are people that they are like we find the guy has to have 10 million in his account somebody says he has to have, have 15 million he has to have a house 
we have to have um, five holidays in a year that sort of thing so that it's a bit i mean standards and preferences i guess okay number four so number four you're not getting either i thought you're gonna mention some but go on let's hope you miss it actually i have two more jesus what <laughs> sorry they keep as in they actually just coming quickly in, quickly coming in. okay so the next one is um actually similar to number two i think this one was sort of like your ability to understand or perceive the consequence of your action or the consequence of your words the example here that i would give was we had started planning for the wedding and we had decided on the number of um, the number of groomsmen and the number of bridesmaids that we wanted in the bridal party and then later oga now comes with an increased number and i'm like hello we sat down like we decided did we decide yes I remember. We decided what we were going to have, and then he was like, Oh, that at the time he de- we decided he didn't really realize certain things and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. I was just looking at this one. Child, you people know that I always report it when he's just as doing as I just me, I'm looking at him. You didn't reduce it, God reduced it now. When I took it to God, I was like, God, we have agreed on something. This guy is now coming. Oh, someone dropped out. Someone now dropped out. You know, in, a few people now dropped out of In my defense, thing. that's true, that's true. In my defense, and this is where understanding the peculiarity of a relationship is very important because I learned early on that with OG, she takes words really serious. Very serious. Like you when you tell A's. her A is A. Like she's expecting A to be A forever. I don't know how. And no. for me, hold on. And for me, I'm saying A with the with the <laughs> option of if something if I see something better I can change to a B, and it can change to a C if something comes comes up that is better as well. So, I, um, I remember with this one I know there was something else as well that we had an argument over where like but you said this before and, and I just learned early that if I'm not extra sure about something exactly. I'll just tell her I don't know I don't that's, have an answer yeah, for you right now I need to think it. about it and then I'll get back to you so that whatever decision i'm making i know that i'm sticking to this regardless um but yeah i think you yeah and that was why it that didn't become a deal breaker for us because there are some people that'll be like you know what that's this is oh, yeah. who i am and stuff like that but he understood that you know what if generally because i believe it's for everybody like even if you say a with the option to change to b or c say i am saying a but i'm reserving the option to change to b or c because it shows as in it boils down to integrity that's you know you're you're a man of your word sort of thing so it would have been a deal breaker for me if um we had a discussion because i as as we're talking i remember myself driving home and i'm like geez like what was that (laughs) because i think we had a discussion and you're like i need to be able to trust Trust, when you say this and i was like God, she, like she just challenged my whole manhood <laughs> in one sentence, and I was like, "But, in, but I guess this is where you say I, I was teachable because in my mm-hmm. mind I was like, what am I actually supposed to be? Like my word is supposed to be my bond as a mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So even though it hurt, I, I was like, this is something I need to improve on, and that was where the whole um, coming to you with, you know what, this is what I'm saying right now, or I don't have anything to say right now, but give me time, mm-hmm. let me think about it, I'll yeah. get back to you, as opposed to. I feel like a lot of men deal with this where we feel like we need to have the answers to everything so when your wife comes to you with this you immediately look like the problem solver and then later on you're like geez i think i made a mistake let me change it 
she may not react at that point but you are actually reducing the trust that she has on your word so that's something i've been able to improve on um going forward what's the last okay one? the last one now was it had how will i even describe it it had to do with his um in with regards to conflict resolution like how he dealt with um resolving conflict um because i know that a lot of people and i usually and i would advise this as well like don't tie yourself to somebody that you haven't been that you haven't had a disagreement with mm. like you have to know how that person resolves conflict not that you enter marriage and <laughs> you just go and meet what you don't understand there and stuff like that so like in the beginning he was a bit you know this people that would just tight it tight it to their chest now be giving you attitude and i'm like <laughs> Was what doing the hell this was one. that? Attitude. Attitude. <laughs> no, no one has H factor. Attitude. You had TH factor. Attitude. And I was like, was was like was doing this one. Auntie's supposed to be resolving something. Now I'm making someone feel uncomfortable. I remember one time. I'm not going to say what happened, Sha. And I went to his house that uh, evening after work. There was not giving me attitude. And I just packed my load and went home. Sort of thing. I'm like, I was not thinking that. Ogali, can you can you deal with this? Because in terms of, like, the way I dealt, I'm a non-confrontational person. So, when he now start making someone, me feel uncomfortable and stuff, I will now start questioning, like, did God really tell me that this is the person that I'm supposed to be marrying sort of thing? Jeez, you haven't mentioned one red flag, oh. For real? My, my attitude towards the marriage, towards the preparation for marriage was really bad. Yeah, as in, but I think we've discussed that quite a lot. So Have I, we? We've discussed that, we've mentioned that before. No. I don't think so. Like, everything was it. Well, to be honest, like, okay, well, it was a symptom of a problem because most people didn't know that I didn't have money at the time. Okay, that. So there were a lot of, and with the Nigerian tradition, you have to go and meet a lot of family members everywhere. You're not going empty handed, you're going with alcohol. At this point, we wanted Hennessy for like eight families. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying, like, these people don't realize I'm trying to save money for rent. And I'm spending all this money on drink that I don't even believe in. You know, so my whole attitude towards the whole pre-marriage preparation, like I said, like I think as in that's probably why it wasn't a, I, okay. I, why well, it you wasn't understood. So, okay. exactly because I understood, understood what most people didn't. Okay. I under exactly I understood where it was coming from. So for me, I think that was, I think that would have it would if my attitude then was somehow that should have been a red flag for you. That mm. would I have would I be an understanding person because i had sort of like background information that a lot of other people didn't have sort of thing so i knew that he was trying to like the money that he did have we had rent as in things that we wanted to do and so, so all your family members just stayed outside lagos whatever outside like the outskirts like we had to travel in traffic and i was just like man all i want to do is just go to the court and marry like well, what was all this again extra again, again for you you don't really send tradition like that i'm not a so it wasn't person, so it, it wasn't, wasn't even if yeah. you had like all the money in the world because you are just this no no if, if, if i had the money like i don't think it would have been a problem I would have liked it, but uh, no, I would have had would a better have, attitude. You would have had a better attitude, but the attitude still wouldn't, still wouldn't have been the best because you would still have been doing all these tradition things. I don't believe in it. No. Why do? As in, so because we celebrate marriages, not weddings. Anyway, 
So we, we asked um, for some red flags on our Instagram page and some people gave some really interesting um, <laughs> answers. So what we really want to share in this video is when does a red flag become a deal breaker? Yeah. You know, so we're going to be going through a lot of these red flags and, you know, sort of choosing if it's a red flag or a deal breaker. So the first one um, is he insisted he had the right to slap and beat up his younger sister. That was deal breaker. As a straight up, straight, straight up, up as a violent, abusive somebody. But there was one that we got in the DM. She didn't. She didn't want to share it in the stories. Uh, but she was talking. Actually, before we get to that one, one says one time this babe talked about one saved forever saved. It doesn't matter if you keep sinning. Is that a red flag or a deal breaker? Deal breaker. Yeah, no red flag. Actually, well, it's at the end of the day, all red flags. Um, but I think what it is, okay, for you that know better share your knowledge with the person if the person does not change then that's a deal breaker i feel like the difference between a red flag and a deal breaker is kind of like a house you know if the doors are bad if the walls are bad they don't condemn the whole building because the walls are bad or the windows are bad or the roof is bad you know you can always replace those things but if the foundation is bad is when they can take it yeah. away so this one saved always saved that i can keep on saying is a foundational problem like she said, if you discuss it with the person and the person still believe, because that's a belief problem, that's that's their mm -hmm. spirit is a is a is a is a is a dysfunction in their spirit. You know, they don't believe the right, the same thing that you believe. Um, so if that if whatever red flag you're seeing is actually a foundational problem, then that is when it becomes a deal breaker. I believe this is a deal breaker as well because they don't understand what grace is. And Paul says in Romans that uh do we keep sinning because grace so that, that grace, grace may will abound. may abound god forbid you know the fact that we're cheapening the blood of jesus if we feel like he just died for nothing you know he died so that we can keep the law so that we can begin to live better lives not that we can keep living the lives that we once had before and there was something that i put on instagram the other time um grace doesn't stop you from sinning but it stops you from enjoying sin when we're in the world we used to enjoy sin but now that you are born again you will still sin because we are still in the flesh we are not supposed to enjoy it you know there are things that i do right now that i'm like uh, this is not me but it still happens even and now he would say that i've started teaching but i'm not teaching i just want to highlight that you know and i think i've said this a few times that english actually does the bible a very huge disservice um, which is why I encourage a lot of people that when you are studying the word of God, study with a concordance because the word for repentance that leads to salvation is actually different from other forms of repentance that's in the Bible. The repentance is that you're actually turning away from sin. You are not habitually doing, mm. you are not continually doing what you used to do before. So if you're still, if nothing has changed, then you really need to check mm. your salvation absolutely the next one is um ooh, hairy legs and armpit that's a red flag it's not a deal breaker that's we a got a lot of responses that said deal breakers no that that's a red flag because i mean you it's something that you discuss with the person where did this come from where guys are able to have hairy legs and armpits but women aren't like it's, it doesn't look it's sexy a, it's a socially constructed it is yeah it's, it's, it's i don't know i broke up with the babe one time because of it it's, that one is a socially constructed because at the end of the day the world has created a standard for beauty as in and to a lot of people that's hairiness 
is masculine so the less masculine you are the more as in, and the more feminine the more attractive you are let's it's, remove social construct out of this like let's say there was no social construct like no that's the thing you can't take social constructs out of it no, let, let's assume if, there was no social because that's the thing take, take for example back in the day where before shaving became a thing before anybody used to shave there were hairy women then we used to, would they say that those women were not attractive we wouldn't know hmm. that's that's the thing as in so you because it has become the norm you can't then take take away from it so i think it, it has the potential to become a deal breaker if you just find that totally repulsive. Actually, yeah, because I actually discussed it with the babe. Like I told her, you know what? I don't like hairy legs. And she said, well, too bad. And then... And I, no, no, no. And I was like, ha, too bad. Let me give her another chance. Then, and I went and took her to my friends to go and say, this is my babe. Oh, what do you guys think? Oh. <laughs> and then she was very scared that day. And I was like, God, I hope nobody notices. <laughs> And then everything went well, she left, and then my guy, Toby came, he's like, guy, but you always talk about our girls, don't you don't have hairy legs, and see your babe has hairy legs, and something died in that. Like, I just said, it can't work. She gotta go. And that night, I just told her, could it work, man? I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I guess I tried to resolve it. Like, she didn't listen, and then it is, I don't know if that is, I, I, I don't think it's right. No, the thing is, realistically speaking... I was still in the world at the time. Yeah, so. rea like, realistically speaking, there... And this is where, you know, preferences... Preferences um, come in and stuff. And, like, what you're focusing on. If you don't have Christ and your mind isn't renewed, then... You focus on the wrong you things. You focus on the wrong things, really. Because that is something that... What if in the next two years, she comes to herself and she's like, you know what, I actually want to do it. Now, all the other strengths that she had has just been... You've just missed out because of one little thing anyway next one um met this guy one one morning early in the morning and his mouth was smelling like he hadn't brushed in five days that was a, a, a red flag because i like that she emphasized early, early. In the that means morning. he had brushed no that means maybe he was he rushed out of the house so he hadn't actually brushed <sighs> yes we need more information on that. That's the thing. That's what I was asking. What if, what if he had brushed, but was... I, I know people like that. They brushed, but it's still smelling like that. Then, then the maybe it's a medical... As in some people have... It's a medical condition. Is it now. fixable? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. One just came to my mind. What if the guy snores like crazy? I will even tell you... Ah, this guy is wicked. This this movie why that you are looking at. Very, very wicked. Like when we went for our honeymoon, right? You know, I like sitting by the window. Apparently, oh he does as God, well. I remember that. <laughs> He does as that one should have been. Anyway, we're already married then. Anyway, so red flag on us. <laughs> I like sitting by the window. So we made a deal that, you know, when we're going, I'll sit by with the window. And then when we're coming back, he will sit by the window. When we're coming back, I was not seated beside this guy. Oh my God. As in the guy's. I can see smelling. Ah, the guy's mouth odor was so bad that he didn't even have, have to open his mouth. Just breathing. He was breathing. Was just in, his mouth was so. And I could as in, like it was and we were, as in, I was between both of them. We were could smell it. I think the guy now. You are telling me let's switch this. Thing. Uh, can not married, but no, nah, wait. We had a deal. Keep your word. No, you told can you imagine? Keep your word, right? Keep which word? I didn't. I wasn't forcing you. I no, asked we made, you. We made a pact. I asked you, you as a loving husband, a sacrificial husband. Like. The way Christ sacrificed himself for the church, mm -mm. you should have sacrificed yourself nah, for your wife. Nah, man. 
The guy was on. That's mm. how the guy now ordered a drink. Oh but by the time they brought God. it, the, by the time they brought it, the guy wasn't sitting there. So the um, air hostess was like, "Can I give it to the guy?" Ah, I said okay. <laughs> we were now looked at me. Like, I want to see how you would talk to that guy. That is his drink. Can you imagine? In his defense, I think he had had a long layover and yeah, he smoked. No, yeah, because he was smoker. Emirates, so it was a transit. Flight. So I think so for he like was probably coming from Asia. He had, he had, it had been a while yeah. since he brushed and he, he smokes so you can imagine oh my you oh my, why nah, do you remind me of nah, that nah, oh nah. my god i'll just remind you what kind of wicked person you are anyway uh there was another one oh she he said oh uh, she said i was just getting to know this guy then he started asking if i can twerk i think she she ignored that one or oh, she answered it but she's like let's continue the conversation they now ask you know ask uh if I wear G string, is that? No, just know where that person's mind is. That's a deal breaker, man. Yeah, like, yeah. If if if, if yeah. that is what you're just getting to know the person and that mm. is all, then he's he's just interested in sex, like that point he's blank. Very, his mind is very. He doesn't want to. Yeah, his mind is carnal. So yeah. yeah, that that is a deal breaker. Um. Oh, the last one is he wanted to get me pregnant first. First, first for what? Divorce. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. Actually, there was one I started with at the beginning of this. So, um, so got this one. Uh, she said the deal breaker for me is abuse. So, he's he's verbal. In fact, we had already started premarital counseling and we're eight to nine weeks to completion. Do started getting abusive during quarrels. Everything I mean, absolutely everything I have for him has disappeared. I'm grossly irritated by him. Everything about him just puts me off. I honestly can't stand him any longer. I need to break it off with him and give him back his ring. I can't enter marriage as an abuser who is on top of that, insecure and paranoid about his own shadow. And this one was very, the reason why I want to share this, I asked her afterwards that, didn't you see the signs before? And she was like, she didn't see anything until the pre-marriage um counseling like and it got me thinking like there are a lot of guys and this is why we always advocate for you dating for some time because there are a lot of people who can hide these things but over a same period of time a year 18 months they cannot hide it i, I feel like because they have started pre-marriage counseling he had thought this is my wife is already I, I have already so because there are guys who change in between. When they feel like they are loaning a car versus when they have a car, there are two different attitudes there. Um, I well, I I somewhat agree to that. As in, agree to that. That is obviously one way um, to look at it. But I feel like a lot of times, with regards to red flags and deal breakers, like a lot of people don't see. Not that they don't see the signs; they see them, but are not able to properly interpret them because this guy. Could have been abusing somebody else mm. but because he's not abusing you he doesn't come across as, as an abusive. abuser that sort of thing a lot of people don't realize that you need to ask yourself how does this like watch how does this guy treat people that he doesn't really send not necessarily people he has fought with or people that he doesn't feel like he's gaining anything from or whatever that's likely how he's going to treat you in future when maybe Steve finish enters or you guys like have serious conflict or whatever so those sort of things like you know a lot of girls will be like eh, well that's not the way you know he treats me nice he doesn't treat me like he treats those other people he treats the way he treats those other people it's eventually he will treat, treat you, you 
that way so a lot of people they claim they don't see the red flags but i feel like it's a case of they can't interpret the red flags that they do see perfect so finally i feel like um a lot of people a lot of us we look for red flags in people while ignoring the red flags in yeah, ourselves yeah. So you that are looking for the red flags, what red flags do you have as well? It's time to take, you know, that internal audit to see what could I be doing that could be putting people off. You know, I feel like the worst thing anybody can tell anybody is that your mouth smells. You to smell your mouth and if it's if there's a problem there, deal with it yourself. Brush morning, afternoon, night if it has if if that is something that you need to do, you know, to fix that. So don't think that people will just accept me if you're not willing to accept every other person. So what other red flags have you seen? Would love to hear from you. Uh subscribe, like, share. Um, yeah, till next week. See you guys. <laughs>